previously on Lawanda and Vishon. Welcome back, everybody. It's another episode. Are we, we we talking? We doing things? What is this? Episode, what number? Where we at? What we are six zero. Good lucky number, 60. Uh, welcome to the Lawanda Vision Show. Welcome, everybody. <laughs> this podcast has been rebranded to just recap Lawanda and Vision. Hey, Lawanda, what, what we eat tonight? Our show is hungry. <laughs> I'm down for that one. I think so far that's that's the best meme of 2021. Like just through the end of the end of the year, that's the that's the best thing that was invented out of that show. That's amazing. If we don't get any more Marvel shows, nothing else is here. That's the greatest thing that Disney gave us. I I've seen probably <laughs> 15 different versions of that meme. It's it's ridiculous. It's it's ridiculous at this point. Have you seen the one where he's like, man, that kid don't even look like me and they show a little vision and a little no. in the cradle. Oh my god. And he's got the little things on his head and shit. It looks just like him. Oh, it's fucking funny. Look like a little robot synthesoid. I, I seen the one was like, hey, didn't y'all mama tell you to go to bed? And he got a Gucci belt <laughs> standing in the doorway. <laughs> and the, the, the impression of him looking like The Rock when The Rock had that sweater neck, that turtleneck sweater on, <laughs> that black one. Uh... Sarah, oh man, what's a sweater neck? <laughs> <laughs> it's a, it's, it's a turtle sweater. <laughs> no, I don't need you to explain it. I want Sarah to tell me because obviously I missed something somewhere. Ooh, they didn't cover that in my fashion class. The sweater for your neck, so you don't get got. <laughs> is that the same thing as a neared, or is that something different? A sweater uh, neck. A neared is a uh, newfangled nerd. What is that? No, a neared is the when you're. <laughs> is it, <laughs> what? <laughs> No, bro. What? Uh, this is use use neared in a sentence, please. Uh, it was a country of origin. Is this Jeopardy? What the fuck? What is <laughs> no, that? I'm practicing for the skull because here, I, need here, to, here I need to know neared. I need to here, know. Here it. we go. My neared itches. Oh, then you should see a doctor, <laughs> <laughs> dude. If if only one of them itches, another one doesn't. Then I, I don't know what to tell you. Okay, Peter Nolf, we we cool. Uh, <laughs> look, no, a neared. So, oh, before I answer, Sarah, do you know what a neared is? Mm-hmm. I don't think I have. Nope. No clue. How does nobody know what a are neared you, is? Nobody knows. Are, are you making this up? Are you pronouncing it right? That's the first thing. Right. <laughs> like, I want to I wanna see. Can we, can we uh, put one are, up on the board? Are, are we both too young for this? Let me put it that way. Oh, man. No, a neared is when you have a beard that's all the way down your neck. It's a that's, neared. Called a, that's called a neck beard. You know, yes, it's called a neared. No, no, no. Go it's look not it a, up. It's called a neared because it, it started probably 2014 when Andrew Luck was playing for the Indianapolis Colts, and his beard went from his face to his nipples. It no, was long it, as hell. I think it went down to his <laughs> belly button all the way. It, me, it met his trail mix. That's true. That's true. Fork in the road. That, that was bringing back bad memories of that beard. That looks nasty. So it, they they coined it then the neared. So that is a neared. Yeah, nobody wants that. Somebody wanted that. That dude. That man. You know. Have you ever? Anyway, I was gonna say I've I've never seen him without a neared. So it's kind of it's just part of his body at this point. Well, not seeing him without a neared, and like not seeing uh, what's that guy Guy Fieri without his his uh. Okay, hold up. Bleach, no, no, bleach tips. It's no, kind of no. the same stuff. No, bro. You. Sarah, you know who Guy is, correct? Yeah. Okay. This fool took a picture. It was like, oh man, he ain't blonde no more. A Photoshop picture, not even from 2020, 2021. From when was it from? 2016? No, this, this was like 
uh, a, it was a fake Photoshop, but it was being presented as like, oh, this is a, in the Wayback Machine before he started dyeing his hair. Ooh. And he looked like a normal dude, no mustache, like no goatee or nothing. And he just had like brown hair, like his natural color. And he he, he looked, it was, it was scary, like seeing him like that, because you don't know him any other way besides hand face, bleached hair. That dude was like blasting. Haley Joe Osmond. That's what yeah. he looked like. <laughs> That's true. Oh. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, but it looked crazy. But then we found out after some more research that it was just a Photoshop. And there are a couple images out there that Jeff, he, he started stalking guy on the internet. And he found some original photos before he bleached his hair from back in the 90s. Yeah. Nobody could find these photos. And Jeff dug these photos up out of his high school yearbook when he went to school with the guy. Hey, bro, I went <laughs> to school with him. We, we went to the same class. Bro. He was in home. Ick, and that's how he got his start. I'm just saying. That's where he learned everything. Damn. He had home ick and hair coloring 101. That's how he got the blonde hair, and that's how he started with the cooks. That's how it worked. Go ahead, sir. Oh, no. I just think it's creepy that Jeff's cyber stalked him. That's all. <laughs> no, wait. Hold hey, up. Somebody had to settle settle uh, the confusion. We had to know the truth, and he, he dug it up. <laughs> I can tell you Jeff one thing. <laughs> one, no woman on the face of this planet can ever say anything about a guy cyber stalking anybody ever. Because you guys are the most cyber stalking people I've ever seen. You stalk people you like. You stalk people you don't like. You stalk, you stalk people that you might like in 10 years. It's crazy. Women stalk way more than we do. Well, yeah. That, I, I, that's why I didn't say it was me. It was creepy. It was you. <laughs> <laughs> Just in this specific case of, of looking up guys' history. Oh, man. Okay. This guy. And speaking of, speaking of hair, this is reminding me of something that I've been seeing. And I, you've probably like randomly looked across the internet and you've been scrolling through and this, this popped up, but those amazing transformations for dudes that are like balding that they shave their head. And then the guy gives them like a perfect wig and then like cuts it back. And it's all amazing. They do this transformation from like a homeless dude to oh, yeah, a yeah. new hot, hot guy and everything. And it's mm. like, damn, that's crazy. But there's, I'm scrolling through TikTok and all of a sudden these hair videos start coming up where this guy's got millions of subscribers where he's, he's doing this for people and for 750 bucks. He'll give you like this glued on wig thing that lasts six months. That should change and, your life. Yeah, and everybody, I was like looking at the deal. I'm like, that can't be the same guy from the beginning to end. He looked like he's 62. And then he gets his hair on and he gets some waves on top. And all of a sudden the dude back to me in like 29. I was like, damn, hair, hair does some things to you. Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. Why do you think women color their head all the time? Go from gray to blonde. You're like, man, you look like a brand new human. Uh, yeah, guys can do it too. I think I want to say he started doing it and it wasn't for himself because I think he has hair, but I think he started doing it for somebody that he was just trying to help out. And it went from one person to five people to 20, like people just go. And I, I think he's like maybe in Philadelphia or somewhere. He's I think he's Northeast. I could be wrong with that. And I remember seeing this a couple of like last year when he first started doing it. He got super popular about it. So. Hey, I ain't mad at him. Men need everything we can get. Once we get to the 30-year-old mark, we just go downhill. We need any help we can get. Help me, please. It's pretty dope, bro. It's pretty cool. That hairline start going back. You, you just drop your thousand bucks on there and get you some new hair. That means you got to get that new hair. There you go. Oh, <laughs> give me give me like five more years. I'm gonna be uh I'm gonna be messaging that guy for his business. Five bro. Years, bro. Bro, you son of a let's, bitch. Let's get real. <laughs> Five months. Maybe. All right. Oh, fuck. Okay. I'll, I'll settle on a year. Meet in the middle. Damn it. <laughs> hey, look. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Sometimes you got to you gotta be real with yourself, man. You, you need to come on home or go on to his house. One to two. Come on home. <laughs> shave it off or go on to his house. Get that wig. Whichever one you want to do, but we got to get there. We need to hashtag normalize men's wigs. <laughs> and... and, and and I will agree. I don't know, Sarah. Have you seen it? Seen any of the pictures of those? What are you talking about? Because I I know it. it. It don't look like it's fake hair. Like this is not your 
granddaddy's toupee. Like this stuff looks well, really good. Well, I mean, have you guys seen Nicolas Cage or John Travolta in any like recent film? <laughs> that's what they wear is hair pieces, like wigs. Oh no, like that's the them? reason why he looked like Chris. That's okay. That, oh, <laughs> no, that's that's off hours, man. In the movies, they'd be making him look good, man. I gotta get that business card. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, the hair looks like like real and like, but a lot of those wigs that look really nice. So. Yeah, yeah, I bet, I bet. But these girls be out here buying extensions and getting braids, <laughs> getting things. Nice, they drop a thousand dollars a month on their hair. A dude oh, could drop a thousand dollars for a six month hair piece. That, that's not bad. Yeah, and, and I knew some girls who did maintenance day, like mate. Sorry, yeah, maintenance days, like every couple of weeks, like they get their nails done, their hair done, like everything. And it was that stuff's got to add up, like thousands, like twenty thousand dollars a year, oh, yeah. like extra house payment on your hair. Well, you know, hair yeah. is hair is important, like. It, a guy, so this rabbit hole, right? We've always, <laughs> I'm just going, I'm going to say, I'm, I normally get some shit for this, but whatever. Okay. In, in the grand scheme of things, hair and makeup and those type of things, they, they attract the opposite, the same, whatever you, you're trying to attract. And it's just true. I mean, um, an ugly guy with a good set of hair will get attention. That's just a true story. But if you bald and ugly, you just shit out of luck. <laughs> good luck with your life. <laughs> It's over with. You you <laughs> gotta polish that thing, get a, get a tan on it, and smooth it out, and like you gotta shave it every day if you're bald. You can make it work, but you also need you, know, you gotta bring some muscles or some kind of coolness or look good in glasses or some shit. You do the full bald look. Yeah, when your uh, your head's kind of gotta look right. <laughs> yeah, if, if you got you got some extra dents and shit, or some hot dogs <laughs> on your head, and like some, <laughs> some fucked up like, scar yeah, or something, gotta, then, gotta... then you better get that wig. Oh god, you better you better look good in a hat. Get, yeah, if you have a square head, then yeah, you need some hair. Oh awesome. shit! I, I have seen, I have seen that, and let me tell you, it's some people who go from slightly balding and then cut it off, and you like put that, put it back on, put put it back where it was at, because <laughs> you need help. Like there, there are some weird shaped heads, and lucky, lucky for myself, I have a small head, but. I don't know what it looks like, you know, without hair completely. I haven't been short haired human since 2008, maybe 20, 2007. And before you say something, Chris, I don't care. My brain is Man. saying 2007 and 2008. I, 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 I knew you were going with that. But yeah, it's been a long ass time since you had short hair. Yeah. So I, I don't, I feel bad for the humans. The guy be like, Man, I got to go cut it off. Man, they talking bad about me. I know, I know. This is how Chris be sat. He be in the in the mirror. He be like, man, they talking bad about me at work. Saying I look like Nicholas Cage. I'm about to cut it off, and then you man. cut it off, and you see the back of your neck. You're like, God damn, this over. Put it back. I regret this. I, I regret it immediately. Man. What I don't get when I see I see older dudes that look like they're just sad with their life, and they have that little bit of thinning hair, like a couple of pieces, like Charlie Brown in the middle, like combing over, and like, why don't you just go the whole way? Take it off, do something with it, try to transform yourself instead of holding on and combing that one strand of hair over to the left. You can still see your whole ass scalp in the middle. Like that that looks not good unless you do something with it. I I, I just hope that you don't start losing more. And oh. we have I'm gonna bring <laughs> this good. I, up. I'm I gonna bring it. this episode up when we can be like, Hey, you remember when you said this? <laughs> no, but I, I don't feel so bad, man. Some famous people, some actors. They got my same hair hairline and they'd be looking good. So I'd be like, man, I'm gonna look like them when I grow up. I'll be I'll be all right. <laughs> uh, well, you well. making that money, then yeah. 
doesn't matter what your hair looks like. <laughs> yeah, they got a stylist to fix their hairline every day. So I need exactly. To that. that was the other part of that story that I didn't want to say about if you ugly and you got good hair, but if you ugly and you got money, you also still get looks. Because uh, yeah, stability is a mug. That'll get you <laughs> a whole bunch of girls if you if you look like you got something and you you ain't sitting at home with your mama. And you got your own car, you ain't riding with somebody else or catching a ride on Uber or scooting them scooters down the highway. Yeah, you could probably get some play somewhere. It's just how it happens. For sure. For sure. Man, man, before the pandemic, there was a homie that he had a car. He had a job. He worked with me. But he he lived like two miles from the building. He chose to ride those those little scooters, the birds and the, the bees and all that shit to work. He and, rode the and birds you know, and the bees to work. Okay. <laughs> and he, he you know, he rode this shit so much. It went so hard on these things and was spending so much money. He bought his own uh, scooter, his electrified scooter on uh, Craigslist. Spent a few hundred bucks on that. That shit was pink. It was like some kid's <laughs> scooter. And then he put a bunch of like batteries on, like a bunch of laptop batteries or some shit in there to like increase the charge time. And it would always be parked out in front of the office. Just this pink thing next to the bike are rack. You, are you making this up? No, no, it's real. God. No, and then the, the 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 office like complex is so big. We have to go across the street for meetings and all this kind of stuff. He would ride it around from building to building, like when he had different meetings and kind of like take it around. But he was, he was like, Hey, you know, dudes in this building right now, if you want, if you're looking for this homie, cause uh, his bike's out in front parked up with a kickstand. It was pretty cool though. But he, he was just riding around the office with his helmet and, you know, peeling out and shit. It was neato. But now all that pandemic's gone and his uh, little electrified scooter is probably collecting dust in the garage. Poor thing. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he felt so bad on that thing. If he was riding it everywhere. <laughs> Well, I, I can't be mad at him. I, I I did sort of the same thing. Um, when I when I moved to Dallas, I bought a bike, the Electricon. So I rode it for a while, okay. and then I realized it ain't for me. It get hot outside, I don't want to be out there. It get cold <laughs> outside, I don't want to be out there. It rains, I don't want to be out there. There's only a couple of weeks in Texas, like out of the whole year, that it's, it's perfectly. Uh, the right weather to be out there riding a bike and like not sweating it out and dying or it's like two weeks get, <laughs> yeah. get, getting killed by yeah. the wind and being that's, too cold like yeah it's gonna be in your garage more often than not unless you want to be out there sweating it out in your in your, your tight pants and stuff with those other bikers when um, it is nice it's nice yeah. to ride. <laughs> yeah i mean I, I ride it so for instance like right now everybody's working from home or whatever right so you know going outside at, at lunchtime catch a ride and then get back in and you know shower up when it's not a thousand degrees because we ain't hit summer yet when summer hit i got this bad feeling like we got that winter and we got some mm. snow i think summer is going to be horrible this year i, I guess i'm getting a fire tornadoes i'll say that oh my god dude can texas get any more shit that nobody else can explain except for science fiction at this point like <laughs> we get we gonna get snow craters tornadoes made of fireballs uh it's gonna rain turtles um everything is gonna happen i think the, the bushes are gonna start catching on fire randomly and just just everything's gonna be on fire it's gonna be that kind of Spont- summer spontaneous combust everybody yes. I, I believe that i think uh I california is gonna bring their their burning bush shit to texas and it's gonna probably happen <laughs> no here. i don't, we, some, don't we don't want it we got some old testament stuff right there i don't need some burning bush around here <laughs> <laughs> i used to know a person named burning bush uh, that's a different story <laughs> Oh man, there's a story behind that that burning bush. I'm sure <laughs> it was definitely a story that should not be told ever again in life. Oh hell! I just saw the weirdest thing. Uh, this sounds like something you would do, Chris. Like no joke. Man soaks in bean dip for 24 hours to save what? favorite restaurant. 
What? Why? What? What? You would do? Why would I do that? Why? Hunter yeah. Ray Barker aimed to attract diners to Mexican restaurant Los Toros in Los Angeles, California. Soaks yeah. himself in bean dip for twenty four hours while getting a tattoo. Man, I guess if you can raise money to save your favorite restaurant, it might be worth it. They must have some good queso or something over there. Good carne asada burrito <laughs> in California. Good some bean shit. dip, I guess. Oof. He wants to soak I mean, in it. So that they brings up a good yeah. question. What would you sit in to save what? <laughs> Sarah, what what condiment, what what <clears> food <throat> would you sit in in order to save your favorite what? Yes, the Mexican. I'll go salsa. Salsa to save like anything Hello Kitty related. If there's Sanrio store going out, I mean I'll just <laughs> I'll just dive right in that bad boy. So you would sit in salsa. You do know that salsa has burning agents. Man, that, yeah, that's, that's hot. That's like that's not gonna be fun for anybody. <laughs> do do a mild. Okay, well then I'll go a mild I'll go mild salsa, but I'll like I'll dive right in if I if I, if I could save like the Hello Kitty Cafe, if I could sell Hello Kitty Airlines, any of those. Uh, you could catch me in a in a big tub of, of guacamole. That's probably good for your Ooh, skin, actually. Uh, well, it rubs the guacamole on its skin. <laughs> yeah. Or it gets the hose again. <laughs> I'd be tempted to eat it. That's the only thing. Like, I'm tempted to eat the salsa, too, but I think I'd be more tempted to eat it. Oh, I don't know which one is grosser. <laughs> <laughs> the guacamole, like, that probably feels like, that probably feels good, actually. I bet. It's like a mud, taking a mud bath, but it's like all creamy and avocado-y. That, that brings mukbang to a whole new level. <laughs> That's disgusting. No, no thanks. <laughs> Oh, do we? Oh man, is it, you know, is everybody out here know what mukbang is? Oh God, why did you? I bring know that what the mukbang up? is. Oh yeah. I mean, it, I don't think that what it was originally though. I think it meant something else, and then it got transposed to eating, which is still gross. But I think it was something much grosser originally. God, some of those videos are 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 too wild. You see, like skinny people on there, or skinny small ladies eating like four hundred pounds of food and just going at it and being all messy. I'm like, what is the attraction of them getting paid to watch people eat and just stuff themselves with all this food? It's it's insane. People are on there making money doing that. <laughs> That's the dream. <laughs> have, you, have you seen? Have you? I don't know if you've seen this story. I can't remember the guy's name, but there's this famous dude that he's a mukbang superstar now. But he uh, started out as like this super vegan guy, like no meat, don't do anything, like protesting oh, yeah. at colleges and stuff. Yeah. You know who I'm talking Nic- about? Nicocado avocado. There we go. Some avocado. Yeah. Some other avocado. Why is his guy. name Avocado? That's Why? just his name. That's his. That's that's his like stage YouTuber name. Yeah, he started out super skinny, super like yeah. vegan, very hardcore vegan. Um, but then he like in the, that was like three years ago, and now he's like th- two or three times the size yeah. he was. He's and huge, he- and, and he's eating all the meats. <laughs> yeah, he's like he's like he, the latest Arby's. We got nothing. the meats. <laughs> We got we got the meats, Chris. Really? Yeah. Okay. That's what Arby's slogan is. We got the meats. You did you remember? Oh, I'm glad you said that. Do you you guys remember they changed that to for sandwiches at the end of it because people was taking that you know kind of in the connotation of what we all would think of because we're all five year olds. Oh no, I don't. I, I didn't see that little uh, asterisk they had. At the they end of that. they did that for I want to say like a year. So the commercial was like, we got the meats for sandwiches, and it's like. Yeah, we know why you changed that because you, <laughs> you got this deep voice, bare white dude talking about we got some meats and people were getting hot and bothered, and now you got to say sandwiches. That was the whole. That's the whole idea behind it. People get yeah. hot and bothered about the, about yeah, the, exactly. meats, the meat sweats. <laughs> like I'm going to get some meats, bro. I want that meat. <laughs> we are not responsible for meat sweats. Get hot and bothered for our piece. <laughs> Man, you get you got any? 
other ones that ring a bell that are like fucked up advertising, like the uh, the Kmart one. Was it was it Kmart that said, "I just I, I shipped my pants," like the, yeah. like I shipped them online. Yeah, <laughs> I just shipped myself or whatever. <laughs> like some funny advertising like that. Anything ring a bell uh, jumps out. Well, it was like inappropriate, but a uh, perfect. Uh, well, it was it was inappropriate, but not like that. Like Wendy's just did a whole for Women's International Day. They were like, women belong in the kitchen. That, then, was, like, that was Burger King. That was Burger King in the UK. Oh, I Burger saw that. King, thank I saw you. The tweet. Thank you. Oh, yeah. I didn't see that. I've, I've heard people talking about it, but I haven't seen it. I was too busy yeah. watching uh, another Sarah trend on Twitter for some reason. Continue. <laughs> wasn't me. No, <laughs> I didn't do I didn't do nothing. I, I can tell you for a fact, it definitely wasn't you. <laughs> okay. I'm a, I'm curious now. No, you're not. not. You know, no, there's no. another. Nah, there's another. Nah. Pe- Sarah North situation. <laughs> this is a North. No, we oh. the North situation. Don't do that to yourself. Oh, are, are you sure it wasn't me? Sure, it wasn't me, right? Oh, I'm positive. <laughs> okay, just making sure. <laughs> I know. I know that Burger King was intending to try to do some women empowerment, like women chefs. Oh like, yeah, need to exist. We need to hire more. And, and the, the tweet just said, "Women belong in the kitchen." Like no context. Like what the hell? Everybody's like, "What the hell are you trying to say?" Yeah, and then two hours later, they said. If they want to, sixty uh, percent of chefs in the and by the way, anyone who like <laughs> someone who works at Burger King, I don't know if I'd call them a chef, but they were like chefs are uh, like only sixty percent of chefs or eighty percent of chefs are like men and stuff like that. But like they said, they're giving away scholarships to women um, in their kitchen to become chefs for the culinary arts. Did you see how much they're giving though? Two. Ten. Two Burger King, yeah. Burger King gift certificates? What? <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was you about to say, too. Two gift certificates. Like, for real? Like, where can I sign two up? gift certificates. Now, two, two women on their Burger King, who are Burger King employees, will receive $25,000 each towards, um, culin- like, towards like pursuing culinary. Um, that's not bad. That's yeah, cool. but. You know, that, that's more than minimum wage, actually. A whole ass ad. In the in the New York Times, which cost about anywhere from like they said estimated around two hundred thousand dollars. Oh wow, really? Saying the same thing. Basically, yeah, the, the ad costs more than that's terrible. That's yeah. how do you how do you spend more on advertising than you're going to give to the people? That makes no sense. That's backwards. Yeah, big time. Um, speaking of, I mean, the, other than Burger King, I, commercials have always been kind of suggestive you know mm-hmm. it's just kind of how it is like they they're what they call the the narrative and then the sub narrative of every commercial because every commercial has both like look you could be a manly man but if you drive this truck you're even manly of a man it's always a narrative sub narrative um but I, I think like the ones that used to be the biggest just all out crazy and tried to push it to the limit as far as they can every single time was Hardy's Carl's Jr. Oh mm-hmm. damn! Sure. With, uh, what's her name? That famous chick. I think they did with more than Which one person. One? But yeah, you, the, pick, you picked it. <laughs> the picked the, whole the bunch of people. Paris Hilton. Yeah, mm, yeah. And then, so they, basically every other porn star too was in their commercials, like licking on a burger and like the sauce is falling off and everything. And these things ran for for years over in California. They're like super famous. Everybody's like, oh, the new commercials coming out. Listen around the house and watch it with the family. Right. <laughs> and see what's new. I don't think they made me eat it any more or any less. Watch I mean, honestly, like when was the last time, Sarah, that you watched a commercial and it made you actually run out and go get something? Taco Bell uh, nacho fries. <laughs> oh, Ooh. 
Yeah, there's like there's like some food ones. Like if I if I see like something like Chipotle or something, I'm like, oh damn, that's <laughs> so. I don't know if I ran out and got it, but it definitely made like it, it made me hungry. I'll it say gives that. You ideas. Yeah. Well, not maybe not the same ideas as Chris, but maybe not. <laughs> Wait, wait, I'm doing the same thing you're doing at Chipotle. I'm getting a burger and I'm going to eat it. <laughs> Just making sure. I never know. Definitely doing something different at Chipotle if you went to Chipotle and get a burger. Because I ain't never seen that before. No. <laughs> <laughs> when I say burger, I mean, I'm, in a, I'm in a burrito. No, you uh, said, uh, said it right. You, you said, said burger. Burrito, you said it right. I want that. Let me. Can I get that, uh, <laughs> that burger? <laughs> you know, I, you know, I went to Chipotle a few months ago. And there's, there's, there's another chain in Texas called... Uh, I don't know. It's another, it's another chain of burger places. And I don't know. <laughs> Sorry. Burrito places. And it's something oh, like Texas. Firebird? Te- Firebird? Fire, Firebirds. So yeah. Firebirds. Freebirds. 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 Shoot the bird. Yeah. Shoot a bird. Yeah. <laughs> but the, the Freebirds has like 72 different uh, tortillas you can pick from. You get a green one, a red one, a gluten free, all this. Oh, no. yeah. They're good. I went there for the first time. I think I was talking to somebody, one of my friends. It was like, yeah, try Freebirds. I went there. Now, mind you, I did go like 30 minutes before closing, right? And mm. they weren't very hospitable. <laughs> it wasn't a lot of food. Yeah. Like It didn't look any different than Chipotle. It really didn't. It didn't well, look any different. It's the same setup, but they got, they got good queso. They got some good food. They got good burritos. It's good on lunchtime. Everything's fresh. The line's popping. Like it, Things mm-hmm. are happening. It's a, it's a cool place. It's all right, but it's the same concept. I like their taste a little bit better than some of the Chipotle stuff. But anyways, the story is I was used to all those burrito choices, those tortillas. Mm-hmm. So I go in Chipotle after the first time in like three years because last time I went there, I had like this huge bathroom uh, attack. <laughs> I got messed up, I got food poisoned or something. <laughs> so I was like, I'm not going to Chipotle no more. So I finally went and I go in there. I'm like asking for my, my tortilla type. And they're like looking at me like, hey, uh, uh, we got tortilla types back in the back. We got any more? And like the, they're all looking at each other silly. And then they finally figure out, like, no, we only have one tortilla type because I, I was spoiled by Freebirds. So they only got one tortilla you can pick from and you, just, you get what you get. And that, that's, that's the moral of my Chipotle story. I was confused because I thought they had more to choose from. And so they got, they got fewer options than Freebirds. That's another knock against them. That was the longest story oh, yeah. they made. <laughs> I get that shit out. Just because uh-huh. I was in the line looking confused. Like, hey, can I get the, uh, like the black tortilla or the red tortilla? And they're like, uh, we don't, I don't think we have any tortillas like that. Listen, if it's black, do not eat it. <laughs> And they used to. They, they, oh. Sarah, that is a wow. black Damn. No, I just made some tortillas the other day, man. Did you see? Did you see my? Did you see my tortillas the other day, man? They were not nah. black. Like they, they, they. If there's black or something wrong. Oh, you, you hurt. You were, you were trying. That was that's pretty good. Pretty good try. You, yeah. you hurt me deep with that one. I can't believe you said these things. If it's black, don't eat it. I can't <laughs> believe it. Damn. <laughs> tortilla man oh uh, anyway man oh i mean i got a bad story about uh so chipotle went to chipotle for lunch what was it um the other day he's gonna say the other day <laughs> yeah. it's a comedy show everything you did was the other day everything was the other day um so yeah so i'm like i walk in i see that this sign that says we got cauliflower rice right i'm like you know what i'm mm. fat I, maybe i should eat healthy I said, can I get a bowl? And she's like, sure. You want white or brown rice? I was like, let me get the cauliflower rice. Okay. It's going to be $2 a scoop. I said, wait a minute and put that shit back and give me some white rice. <laughs> give, me, give me the white rice, please. I'm like, oh, how? this is the reason 
why nobody will ever eat healthy. You charge double in some cases for a healthy option. Like I could have literally probably said, can I have nothing but lettuce? And they would have been like, it's $3 extra for lettuce. Like, I don't understand why that's a thing. Like in, in the United States, you cannot get a healthy option without paying three to $4 more than what the original price would be. And it's very sad. It does suck, man. It's supply and demand. They got to keep growing yeah. and growing. But yeah, it makes it a lot harder to try to eat healthy when your bill is going to shoot up. Just like when I go to Burger King and trying to get that impossible burger sometimes, but it's like, oh yeah, an impossible meat. That's an extra 250 per slice. And it, it does blow up your whole combo or something like that. I'm like, man, I want to try some of that other, other uh, lab made meat, something healthier, but uh, it costs more. <laughs> I think Burger King already has lab. Made meat. <laughs> they were the pioneers. That's true. That I had a hamburger from there. Now, I don't know if y'all ever noticed this because I tried not to because when I, as soon as I do, I get to a point where I no longer care about it anymore and don't want to eat it. And I know this is getting off the rails at this point, but oh, um, from the start, too late. Yeah. We are on the tracks, man. We, we, we derailed. <laughs> Have you ever looked at the patty from Burger King before? It's some compressed, it, like extra cardboard pieces, and I don't know what else is in there, but it has it suckers good. on it. Like it has suckers. suckers. It, has, oh, yeah. it looks like an, octopus. like an octopus arm. <laughs> you know, you're right. I don't know what those little circle sucker things are, but they're definitely all over their burgers. Okay, I'm about to tell you something. Ruin, ruin Burger King for you. So, like, oh, I was in the drive-through once, and I was uh, waiting for we ordered my burger. Uh, I ordered my burger. I was actually with my dad at the time, and uh, we'd ordered our burgers and we could see like that through the second window before you pay, like before you get to the very end, mm-hmm. like uh, we were at the second window, nobody was there um, taking money or anything, but it was just, but you could see through it. Well, you could see clear through um, to where the chef was. The chef was like making the burgers. You mean the burger <laughs> artist? Yeah, the burger, <laughs> the burger. Yes. The burger sous chef. He, he literally, so they're, they come for, they look like they came frozen pretty much. And, but, he dropped it on the floor on the grill and he looked around <laughs> and picked it up off the floor and threw it back on the grill. And you and gotta take those point, costs. Uh, and like at what like at that point we were like, oh hell no. So we just got back at, we got out of the line and we went to Taco Bell. Oh Taco Bell got the good horse meat. I love it. <laughs> Delicious. <laughs> Talk about lab made meat. <laughs> oh, yeah. If you have you seen the videos how they make those tacos though? I I, I love Taco Bell, but the, the meat comes out of a meat gun. It's like a tube, and they shoot it onto the to the tacos and the burritos <laughs> of meat, sir. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like a vacuum hose going the opposite direction, spitting out meat. It's pretty cool. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm, I'm good. Um, I will say for sure that I has has all of us worked in fast food before in our life ever, or is it just me? I haven't. No, I haven't. Uh, yeah, you don't want to know. I can I can tell you for a fact there is stuff about what is done in a fast food restaurant or any restaurant in general that you just you just really don't want to know. You do not want to know how many times things has been dropped, kicked under a counter, put behind here, thrown over there, sneezed on, wiped your hand on, didn't wash your hands, no hair net. Um, I've seen I've seen buns on a grill, and I don't mean the buns you eat. I've seen all oh, kinds. Oof! Oof. You remember Bur- Bur- Burger King feet lettuce? Remember that one? What feet? feet lettuce? The guy, some guy, recorded himself like standing in the tubs of lettuce with his bare feet, oh. and then putting them back. 
Of course, he got like oh. fired and arrested and stuff. But they, 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 there's some teenage kids there filming themselves fucking with the food. And, and I've seen a guy taking a bath in like the fry pit or something at the Burger King. <laughs> and they put it on the internet. Wait, it was just, it on? <laughs> it wasn't like frying. Like they filled it up with water or something or the sink or something where they prepared food. He filled it up and was taking like a bath in that shit. But oh. like people do do gross stuff for sure. And, I'm, and I, what is also kind of freaky, I guess in a certain way, is when you get to a certain point of making like so much food and at such a fast pace, the mm-hmm. things they invent to be able to like take those shortcuts and do it real fast and prepare the food quick and all the stuff they use, the industrial stuff that they invent to, to run through that fast food. So when you get up to the window, your food's ready. That probably looks strange. I've never been in the back, but I've just seen oh yeah videos definitely. of stuff yeah. like the processes they use like the little machines they use over and over again and like stuff that doesn't get clean mm-hmm. and like layers of grease that get built up over the years Oof. and i mean, stuff's disgusting in the back of these restaurants more often yeah. than not yeah De- definitely i there is so when i worked at a wendy's so they have uh, they have the same thing at mcdonald's where they are compartments that are called heaters or warmers or depending on where you work right so you you cook a burger it goes from frozen, even though when it says never, never frozen, only fresh. No, it comes in frozen. We unthaw it. Then we cook it. It's still technically fresh. So you cook that burger. And then just for instance, you cook one patty too much. You throw the patty in the warmer. The ones that are really dark, like when it gets burnt, you put it in. Man, it's going to mess it up for you, Chris. I already know I'm going to say this. And you're going to be like, no, <laughs> chili meat, the chili meat. At Wendy's. Oh, I know that. Burnt, it's burnt hamburger meat. What happened? I know it's it leftovers. <laughs> yeah, it's literally the leftover scraps of meat. So when you cook a hamburger, it gets burnt. Or if you drop the hamburger on the ground, you can't serve it on the on the thing. You throw it in the hey, soup. That shit tastes good. That's just like basically like a boil order on your water. You cook it long enough, all the bad stuff gets cooked off. It's okay. I don't really think that's how it works, <laughs> but okay, cool. Yeah, uh, like I. I... I found out the same thing happened with Chick-fil-A. Like they they take the leftover chicken from like the day before and they will, because, because one time I ate it and it was hot. It was hot. like, it was just chicken noodle soup, but like not hot, but like slight temperature wise, but like spicy. And I oh, went into them and I was just like, I was that sounds like, good. I, it was actually really delicious. <laughs> But I, was I get that meat? <laughs> but I did not expect that. So when I ate it, I was just like, Ooh, golly, <laughs> it's really spicy. So I asked them about it, like, like the next time I went in, because I kind of know the Chick-fil-A, I know Chick-fil-A people there. So I was just like, um, it was really spicy last time. Like, how did you do that? And they were like, oh, it just depends what's left over from the day before. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> they said, you then know, we just throw it in there. Yeah, that's one of the secrets that not many people know, but now everybody's going to know since we got so many listeners out here. But I'll drop another oh, one yeah. that I, I, I learned. Do you, do you guys, are you familiar with Bill Miller's barbecue here in Texas? Do they have them up there? No. Okay, they're all across San Antonio and just all this whole area. The headquarters is down here, so maybe that's why they're all everywhere down here. But this, this, some place that has breakfast tacos and like chicken, fried chicken, barbecue, all this kind of crap. It's a chain restaurant, so it's like not the best barbecue at all. But they have this chopped sandwich on their menu that's like chopped up uh, brisket and some other kind of meat that's uh, not really dis- detailed of what kind of meat it is. But then one of the, one of the employees on Reddit said, uh, all the leftover meat too from the previous day, leftover old brisket, all the fat pieces, all the all the goop, like all the leftover shit that just doesn't get eaten. They scrape it off the bottom of the thing and they put it in a pot, and then like they freeze those in bags and just leave them for the next day. And then they just basically heat them up and they look like a big old fat ball. It's all goopy and nasty, and like they put all the old turkey in there, all the old brisket, whatever the hell. 
and just chop it up and like put some sauce on it and then they throw it on a sandwich and they're like man if you eat anything at our restaurant don't eat the chopped sandwich because more people get sick from that than anything else on the menu I can believe and I've, I've gotten sick from that mm-hmm. one before i'm like holy shit Ooh. this thing is fucking up my stomach it's doing it's doing backflips <laughs> and stuff in there um but that's that is the way you're supposed to do it like seriously i don't know why we got on this food subject we were all sushi as i guess today but um <laughs> that is what you're supposed to do you you're supposed to y- eat it from mouth to butt like we got away from it. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Are we going back to Neanderthal days? Like immediately you're supposed to expunge what you just ate. You, you gotta, you're, you're, no, you gotta get the nutrients I, from it, bro. What are I you don't need about? to go in your mouth and out your butt, sir. I mean, <laughs> when you when, when you kill your your food, you are supposed to eat it. Oh, eat the um, whole thing. Eat the whole thing from mouth to butt. And that, that's it. When I, now that I'm saying oh, it's now wrong. I don't eat my animals from mouth to butt. Like, <laughs> Oh yeah, I don't know about you, Jeff. Man, but. I, don't, I don't. Maybe that's Native American style from back in the day. Use the whole uh, parts of the thing, and then use the the bean, the I bones for stock every, and stuff. I use, use the everything. Hide, everything. So, uh, so yeah, I, you got to be specific when you talk about head to butt or whatever the hell you just said. <laughs> 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 anything from 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 head to butt. I, man. I mean, <laughs> every, everything that's edible. I, I you, you're. We got away from that. Put it like that. You're trying to rag, but I'm just telling the truth. We got away from doing that in our culture all together where we were like okay if you go get food um or if you're a restaurant owner or something you know if you if you're cooking ribs and you got some leftover scraps you should use it now there mm-hmm. is a right way to do it and a wrong way to do it most restaurants do it the wrong way because they normally like you said the goop they get all they don't even take the time out to clean to make sure it's you know still edible and just throw it into a, a ball and say here's food there is a right way to do it yeah, I'm sure there, there's ways to prepare it where it's all good and you're not going to get sick and it's like actually a good dish with the leftovers so you don't go to, go to waste. But mm-hmm. man, that's interesting. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how we got on this stuff, but there's there's some nasty stuff out there in the food world. But uh, yeah. it's not going to not going to keep me away from those restaurants. Sometimes you need yeah. that quick fix. I uh, will say this mm-hmm. um, for anybody listening. FYI, I always heard if you really like a place, like as far as like a restaurant, <laughs> never work there. That's really true. like it. Don't 100%. ever work there. So then you don't find out all their little dirty secrets. That is 100% true. After working at Wendy's, I can guarantee you I don't eat Wendy's nearly as much ever. Like, that's why you'd I, always be kicking and screaming every time I wanted to go to Wendy's. Yeah, because I knew what we used to do. <laughs> like, I knew what we used to do at Wendy's. And I'm just like, dude, I everybody's nasty. Don't get me wrong. Probably McDonald's mm-hmm. is probably the far worse one. It probably is like the Ooh. worst thing ever. But I didn't work there, so I don't know about the nuggets that hit the floor. But Wendy's, I I know the shit that went down at Wendy's working there. Ooh. So no, thank you. Uh-uh. Top off my chili, sir. But <laughs> moving on from the food critics, I don't know how we got there, but you know it is what it is. Um, we're gonna turn this episode into the book fair. It's gonna be all about Sarah's books. Let's talk about books. So that's something we don't what? talk about. We, we talk about uh, video games and technology. Let's, let's read some uh, stuff. Guys, I had like, well, like a book. This, I mean, we can leave, leave books for another another day. But like I had, speaking of like video games though, like, so I had the weirdest emails. Yes, last week. <laughs> okay. So I, I'm like, I'm still baffled how this is like a job and how I could talk about this like in workspace. Because I feel like, I feel like, oh my God, I'm going to trigger something and I'm going to be. HR is going to come after me because like I was, I had to, 
I had to talk to a vendor about how in Japan, we, they can show more animated flesh, but in the U.S., they can't because of a cover art that showed under boobs. So I, sorry, I can't show that cover in work at like at on, on sites, websites. Where is this yeah. cover? We, we want this. Anim animated <laughs> flesh. I never heard about and anime it, called it animated flesh. Animated flesh. <laughs> I think we're going to change the name of this podcast to the animated flesh contest. Oh no! <laughs> but and then and then then the another email chain that was going on around the same time was, "Hey, there's a lot of exploding heads in this trailer. Is it too much?" <laughs> so I was like, "How and why? How did this happen?" <laughs> can there be enough exploding heads? I think like the the violent trailers, you can never have enough of that stuff. There's like no limit on that. But when you start getting mm. into the sexy stuff and the I the know no stuff, animated then, then there's flesh, a limit. Though. You got it. You draw the line at the animated flesh, but like exploding heads are fine. <laughs> can, can, can we have animated exploding flesh? Is that good or no? Oof. Um, it depends on what part. <laughs> depends um, on my like, like, yeah. It was just because uh, you can't show too much animated flesh, apparently. But yes, no. So arms, just, arms and legs only. But Japan, but in Japan, oh, definitely. Yes. yes. Definitely do that. <laughs> I, I could tell you for sure, you can get away with a lot more there than here. I, I, there, me and you, Chris, we were having that conversation about the eggs, right? <laughs> oh, God. Yes. Eggs? Eggs. Easter yeah. eggs? Oh, yes. They're Easter <laughs> eggs, all right. <laughs> oh, man. You, you brought this up. Oh, no, shit. Chris, you, you, you have to explain the story. Uh, I want to go, go back to the book topic. Can I, can I raise my hand and go back to the book <laughs> <laughs> but Japanese Easter eggs? Oh no, no, they all time of the year eggs. <laughs> Any holiday it doesn't have to be a special day. <laughs> Every day oh, is okay. special. Every day is special with these eggs. I was listening to some comedy podcast, and they were talking about a trip they just made to Japan and what they brought back. And mm -hmm. there, apparently, a lot of stores in Japan are like it'd be like a half bookstore, comic shop, and another half is like porn, and like not porn, but you know, well, sex heard of that. Yes. Weird yeah. shit, just all the all the tentacle stuff. Everything's crazy. So they actually have these eggs that are like sex eggs, like a like a portable flashlight or something. They're called that eggs. That I, I know the I name. Know. Damn. So you must you must be a, a connoisseur <laughs> of these eggs. No, I, I'll tell you why I knew about them. Go ahead and finish your story. But they just talked about buying some of these, and then they're like a one time use egg that, that you can uh, you can pleasure yourself with and do some things. And like they were just describing this. I'm like, what is going on in this podcast? So we were talking about. Like how freaking deaking crazy that these Japanese places are over there, and what they are different with their their culture of sex and the cartoons and everything. But at the same time, like part of the society over there is kind of really repressed, and they still blur stuff out in their movies and things. But then they have all this freaky stuff, and they're like on the cutting edge of all this insane shit. Like who who invents a sex egg? Really, that's my question. But apparently, Jeff's gonna tell us yeah, about Jeff it. Oh yeah. <laughs> Go, go oh, ahead, Jeff. I, the reason why I know is called a tick. So I've been to Japan twice, and hmm. both times I can guarantee you. The, the, now, granted, the stuff that we get over here is the most extreme, but it's not too far off from that. Because, of course, because we can't do it here, we want the most extreme version of the, what you can do, right? So hmm. a lot of the stuff is, yeah, they, they, can, they have a little bit more freedom around showing certain things versus um, us. 
but it's weird because in a in the U.S., if it's animated, they don't want you to show it. If it's real, okay. And the reverse is over there. If it's animated, they want you to show it. If it's real, no. So it's kind of weird because it's like a strange thing. But definitely, they have some weird, some weird things. And you're right about them being like oppressed in that kind of manner where a lot of them don't they don't touch each other like it is a very business oriented kind of country and everything is about your your career and driving that mm. piece so it kind of kills the i mean it's already been said like the japanese culture the 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 people will probably be gone in the next 100 years because they don't even you know create right so it's just like um <laughs> They're going to these sex shops, fucking these eggs instead of uh, like. <laughs> they're having, having kids. They're barely having, they're oh, having like no. one, one kids per family. Look, but the people that were on vacation, they were on their honeymoon, and they said it was shunned upon, like even hold hands in public, kiss in public, embrace. Right. Like nobody does that walking down the street. But then they'll go in the shop right off the same street where they can't touch, like hang, hug each other and hold hands and buy a sex egg. It's like, what kind of society is this? It's 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 like totally funny, upside down. It's one I don't want to live in, That's man. Crazy. Sad, bro. That is sad. But yeah, I, I, I both times I went, I I saw both sides of it. Cause it's weird because the bigger cities are slightly different. Like Tokyo is different. It is a lot more open than what we see on TV. But then there are other cities that are not so open, and it is very much like that. So it, and it's not enough of the people doing the 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 American you know lifestyle, the the big old you know. Eastern side of uh, Eastern, it's e- Western side of life. Western, um, yeah. yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> Western side <laughs> of life. And they're like, cool, but it's not enough of them doing that to sustain, you know, them as a people. So it, the numbers are thinning because like the amount of old people in Japan is like, it's, it's not even close. Like the, the percentage is so much higher than anywhere else. It's the, it's the oldest place on the face of the planet currently. Yep. And, and while, we're, while we're at that East West thing, I've always had a question. Uh, where where is the center of the the Earth? Because which side is west? Which side is east? <laughs> exactly. Because I can get when, Japan from the east. I can go when, across from California. When I'm in Japan, okay, when I'm in California, Japan is to the east. When I'm in Japan, uh, wait, no, to, to the west. To the west. When I'm in, when I'm in, Shit. You uh, you you get directions mixed up quite a bit. Okay, like north like north last last yes, episode was so, confusing. Yes, yes, my cardinal directions are still messed up. But th- that's to the that's to the <laughs> west actually. Like oh, I don't say oh the the the, the west over there. But when I'm in Japan, America's the east. I don't know. It's all it's all interesting. I want to know where the center of the. Where, I know it was probably around Europe and the like, uh, the white, white country, the white country where they decided oh this is east versus west. <laughs> It's wherever the GMT line is. The GMT line is like the end all of end all timeline. So I want to say it's like right over the UK in that area, the GMT line. And then everything. That sounds about right. Yeah, it's east <laughs> to west of that line. You, that's what you are. Uh, I'll have to look at that. Well, the, 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 the meridian something line where you go backwards in time over the, over the next day is from California down to Australia. Yep. So I don't know. On that GMT mm-hmm. time zone, something that, are you talking about? Not the equator. You're talking about north to south. I, did right? I, did yeah. I say the equator, fool? I said the GMT. No, <laughs> GMT. GMT. Okay, you're talking about the time zone. Okay, but still, if I'm in the time zone, oh yeah, if I'm over there, then Japan is to the east. I got you. What? 
I, oh my god! <laughs> Man, I, I need I need a you, you, we don't have them anymore. And it, it's a shame, but like you used to have a globe in your house, like a spinning three D globe. I need one. We also to used to have a brain in your head, and we ain't got that either. <laughs> Yeah, okay, we can go back to the book topic now after you've been trying to I mean, the hot seat. I'm out of the hot seat. I did oh. actually read a book. I don't know about you guys. I, I read a, you could call it a book in the last couple of weeks. Call it a book. Okay. I don't, uh, you, before you even start, I'm actually afraid of what book you, you're going to say you read because knowing you is going to be like the biography of the North or something. No, no, that's in my to do list. <laughs> but the, the one For I finished. List. <laughs> no, it, <laughs> Not to do it, to read, to read. But I read, uh, this is one part of uh, Luanda and Vishon. It's a oh, the, the Vision Vichon. comic book from back in the day. Not not too far back in the Ooh. day, but like maybe, I don't know, a few years ago, before they did the show and everything, there's just a series, a mini series of just a few limited comics called Vision. And I finished Vision 1, which it went through some things you can see they borrowed and combined from this to the actual WandaVision show. Mm-hmm. With having a family, having two kids, yep. but in the, in the comic book, his wife is a synthesoid also, and they're all trying to you know fit into society and, and be normal with their neighbors, just like some of the early episodes of uh, WandaVision where you saw them trying to interact with people and have dinner and just like be in this other time zone and be accepted and stuff. But their kids are going to school and getting into fights and using their powers with uh, other kids there and things like that, and they're trying to learn how to be like part human at the same time that they have all these powers, but it. It had some stuff that they definitely borrowed to make that show. So it was interesting to read through that. I actually finished it before, I think, the middle of the season of mm-hmm. WandaVision. So I could see where they, they were taking some ideas from that. And it's kind of cool to see a different side of Vision where it just mainly focused on him and his wife. And that's I'm on book one. There's like three books. They probably are a combination of, I don't know, 10 issues of a comic book or something like that. But it, it had been sitting, I guess, in my Kindle library for years when they had those Marvel sales on Amazon, like a dollar or something. So I loaded up on a couple of these books. And finally, now that I got a Kindle for my wife, I decided to load it up and, and read it. It was a quick read, though. But if you're interested in WandaVision, any of that stuff, and want to know more about Vision, I would read this stuff. I recommend it. It's cool. Um, I, I, feel, and I think another one I would recommend is House of M because they also, they borrowed from like three books. So that one, House of M, is that's the comic where uh, Scarlet Witch uh, rewrote the the current reality to be a reality where her father Magneto was the ruler of the planet. So they kind of borrowed both things, like her her abilities and what she did in that comic book, kind of mixed with this one that you read. So it's kind of like mixes two or three stories together to make a show, which ended up being you know worthwhile. Yeah, and I do have that uh, House of M in my collection too. So once I finish Vision, I'm gonna go over to House of M and like see how they combined all this stuff because that that that. Definitely sounds like they just borrowed from all three, four, five of these books and made a pretty good show out of it. Yeah. So, what are your? Everybody's watched it, right? Yeah. So it's great. Everybody, everybody loved it. So, question: Yeah, what do we think about the next coming, which will be next week? Yes, next week. Well, no, wait, the thirteenth, the nineteenth. Oh, it's the nineteenth. So it is. Yes. So. Hawkeye and uh, who uh, else? That, no, no, bro. No. no. <laughs> what? On okay. March 19th, the Hawkeye show comes out. What are you talking about? It must not be Hawkeye. Those dogs are upset about the Hawkeye. <laughs> <laughs> Them dogs like, you yeah, they don't. No, how dare you? 
There's another bird. It'll be Falcon in the Winter Falcon Soldier. Falcon in the Winter oh, Soldier. not yeah. Hawkeye. Hawkeye is like a year from now. My bad. <laughs> Hawk and well, uh, may not get made, uh, actually. A Hawk and a Falcon. Like, the same same shit, man. Same difference. No, nah, they're the same thing. But anyway, Falcon Winter Soldier. So, are we going in with high hopes or not? Yes. You know, after seeing, I wouldn't have said, I would have hesitated um, beforehand, but after seeing WandaVision, you know, I say yes. I'm going in with very high hopes because it's, it, they did a really great job of WandaVision. I am the reverse of both of you, which is odd. I, Uh-oh. I was reading Why? something. Uh, let me explain. So I was reading something earlier about this, and it makes sense. It, that, the, the popularity of literally a song a song on the show is probably going to make Winter Soldier not good. It's going to be, it's going to fail. I have a feeling. What? So, hear me out, brother. Yeah, yeah. Explain, explain this. Explain this. <laughs> okay. It's much like when, when your parents have an older child and then a middle child. And then the older child goes off, becomes a doctor, marries a model, you know. Gets, hangs out with Sarah J, you know, do the thing. And then the middle child is like a deadbeat dad, drinks alcohol all the time. It's like the the vision, pun intended, the vision of the first show <laughs> and the popularity of the first kid, right? And it like that shadow that you have to be in, it's kind of like, oh, well, shit, I, I don't think I'm gonna be as good as the other one. So I got a feeling it's not, it's gonna let people down a little bit more than I think. I don't think it's gonna be as good as one time. Well, my my thought on just those even being related is that they've been in the can so long, been worked on for the last year and a half since they were delayed a long time because of COVID. Uh, they're kind of independent from each other or they're, I mean, they're probably tied in a certain way. They already planned out and like try to do crossovers. They have it all on a, on a chart somewhere, but that song and like that popularity that it got and that meme ability that the vision stuff had, uh, I can see how you, you would think it may overshadow because that style, that whole thing may not even occur and probably won't because it's just not the right context to occur in this winter soldier Falcon show, but maybe they'll have another thing to like catch people on and keep them going. But I can I can see party argument, but really not the whole thing of that it's going to totally overshadow it. It's going to be a whole different feel, and it's not going to be the same approach uh, for sure. But are you, are you thinking that it's going to push off some of those subscribers that jumped on Vision, and they're going to expect, oh, another Marvel show? Yeah, it needs to feel it needs to feel like this. And if it doesn't, then it, it's a failure. But if it's still a really good show, and it's awesome and serious, like the Captain America, you know, uh, Winter Soldier movie. It's, it's good in a different way, but it's probably not going to capture that same stuff and that tone as uh, the Agatha song for sure. I don't, I don't see it happening the same way. Uh, it'd be odd if a, if a song popped up in the Winter Soldier thing, probably. Yeah, I think it's going to be. I think it's going to be good, but I think it's going to be let down. But this is coming from the dude who fell asleep through the first three episodes, couldn't even get him to watch it. Man, I'm I would. I was starting it late at night, and then it's all black and white. I'm like watching an episode of Lucy. Like, come on now. <laughs> I, I was looking for the details and stuff, but I'm sorry. I, I, I got I didn't fall asleep in the episode three and a half to the very end. There, I'm I'm good. <laughs> I to the first like hour and a half, two hours of the show for it to hook me. And I will I will admit I was worried there for the first couple episodes. I was getting worried. I was like, oh shit, is it gonna be nine episodes? Is this stuff? Come on, now pick it up. I want to see the more weird shit. They were they were really doling it out slow, like <laughs> a trip, trip. right. So. I don't want to hear your your sass when I say that though. But I'm just all I'm saying is I just got a feeling that 
I'm not people who like Marvel shows and TV movies and stuff like that. It's Marvel based or whatever. You're going to like it regardless because it's another show. I just don't think it's going to be as riveting as what happened with Lawanda and Vishon. But we we don't know what tricks that got up their sleeve. They're going to have some kind of twist, of course, that makes us feel for them, make us, make us cry. Um, but. I think you're comparing apples to oranges, though. You're you're comparing, uh, uh, like, Bond Division was very like like genre bending as far as TV shows, and that's and that's what, how it was designed. Like that's how the writers kind of designed it, right? Around those comic comic books to kind of um, genre bend for for the sake of like a kind of meta TV show. But it, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier is, I think, it's just a movie. Isn't it a movie or is it an actual series? No, it's a series. Uh, it's a series. It's a okay, series. yeah, you're it's right. Like six or you're eight right. episodes. You're right. It is a series. Um, but I think it's it's going to be a totally different tone. I think it's going to be like more probably definitely probably action based, much more action. Oh, definitely. Yeah, it is going to be way more action based. I think it's going to hit you with action straight away. So it's going to be very different right. than the other show for sure. Because the first three episodes of WandaVision was like nothingness, like you, like Chris said. Uh, I think it's going to be the reverse of that. I think it's going to be like the first three episodes will be action packed, and then it's going to start telling the story. But I think this is going to tell the backstory of a um, Falcon, of like where he came from, because the push is on to make. I honestly think the push is on heavily right now to make a, another black star with the passing of Chadwick, because he was the the black star that was carrying the, the team at the time, and the rest of them were there, but they weren't. They weren't you know, pushed up front so quickly. I think uh, Anthony Mackie is going to get pushed a hell of a lot harder right now because of it. Well, definitely more than he would have already because they already set him up to be the Captain America takeover. Right. But you're right, That's to fair. share the spotlight That's with uh, Black Panther and all that and the power that Chadwick had, like he he had the spectacle there and had all, the, all eyes on him for the whole Marvel Universe. So I don't think... Anthony Mackie can step into his shoes. He could probably do his own good thing in this show, but uh, he's not going to be the same star power as, as Chadwick take over the Marvel Universe. They're going to need to get Terrence Howard back for that. Hey, man. <laughs> Stop all this nonsense, man. <laughs> two plus two oh, equals one. Exactly. So <laughs> I'll, I, I, We're going to end it here because it's already 720, but I just want to make a comment. I, I was hearing shackles and dogs in the background. I was, thought I was watching yeah. an episode of um, the, what's it? The Halloween, not Halloween. What am I trying to do? The, Christmas, the, the Disney Christmas special with Ebenezer Scrooge and Scrooge McDuck oh, in it. He's like, Christmas Carol? <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah that's that show, that, that one right there. <laughs> no, I was about to that say. Old, that old show. I'm going to send <laughs> Agatha over there for them dogs. <laughs> <laughs> and I killed Sparky. Don't you dare! Yeah. Don't you dare! Oh, those poor little doggies. <laughs> I thought I, mean, I thought I heard like Ebenezer. You have to change your ways. Right, I'm gonna put this out there. I'm gonna I'm gonna put myself in the hot seat again. The best oh, Ebenezer wow. like movie and version of that story. I'm gonna say that. Uh, Michael Caine. No, no, no. The, the the guy from uh, the golf movie, <laughs> I fucking forgot his name. Billy, Bill, um, Bill, 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 Bill Murray, <laughs> Bill Murray. I was gonna say you William Scrooge. Oh, I was, yeah, I was gonna say Bill, Bill Williams. Yeah, I was gonna say Bill Murray. <laughs> Bill yeah. Williams. I was trying to think Who? of his name. I, I like my brain shit on itself. But yeah, the, the Scrooge <laughs> movie was awesome. 
Oh yeah, Scrooge was amazing. Yeah, Scrooge was probably I, I'll have to agree. That one is probably top top three. Um the Disney is a classic. I'm sorry. The with the animated versions of those are just Oh classic. yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, those are great. And there's Scrooge. another another live action, like a traditional Scrooge movie in the you know the seventeen hundreds in Europe or whatever with real actors. I'm forgetting the actual movie and who played him, but that was a good one too. Russell Crowe. No, not Russell Crowe. Like it was it was before his time. It was it was an older movie. Oh yeah, I don't we'll know. look it up. I'll put it in the I, show notes. <laughs> all I know is that I, my one of my favorites is a Muppet Christmas Carol and Michael oh, Caine. Michael That's Michael Caine is amazing. <laughs> Hell yeah. Why are we talking about Christmas literally in March? I don't understand. Are you ready to go back? No. Uh, I don't want to go back. I want to go forward as fast as possible to get away from the oh, end yeah. of 2020. Dude, I, I'm glad you reminded me of the Christmas, though, because I need to start planning out now how I'm going to do my light show. Because I need to start planning the trees and like my electricity Ooh. thing and my, my, how, how, how my bill is going to be. I need to get like a light controller and a Raspberry Pi and try to program this oh. shit to some music. I want that to be my house where I, I got a rock concert on the like AM station 87.9. Tune your shit to my house and, and sync it I've up. I've been to your day. house. Nobody's gonna come see it. You live off the main street. Nobody's gonna care where your house Dude. is. No, why you doing it, homie? Last year, I got on the Did map. You just clap on my podcast. No. <laughs> <laughs> listen to me. <laughs> no, last year, listen, we, we got on the map. But listen, the, the, Hon- the Hondo Chamber of Commerce. We 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 put ourselves on the map for like the Christmas drive-through. We could drive like okay, house to house to house. Make sure you go on the right route through town to make sure you see some cool houses. We was on there, man. We didn't win nothing. But we we was we were on the list. We ain't you know? we had none. Because <laughs> I thought we were a t- top shit. I was like, man, we got a fucking decent setup. It's looking okay. Went across town, like, oh my god, we got our shit pushed in real bad by some people like to spend a lot more money than we did on some stuff. Yeah, that's I was how like, they oh, do this guy's this guy's good over here. Like, I need to step up my house like crap now. I felt all depressed after going through town. I'm like, damn, we ain't gonna win shit. Hey. Don't you gotta go to the airport now, Chris? Yeah, I gotta go. Get cleaned up, go to the airport. I gotta leave in like twenty minutes. Why you gotta get cleaned gotta up? Clean to go to the up? I've been uh, at the nursery all day, driving a tractor, picking up dirt. Oh, well, uh, you better hurry up, then. Like doing stuff. Oh, yeah, I've been, I'm, I've been all sweating all day, scooping up. Man, I was uh, shoveling or not shoveling. I was trying to shovel mulch that you could put in the tractor <laughs> for somebody, and that shit was like hard, like a big old pile of mulch. And then finally, someone came <laughs> with, a, with, a, with a pitchfork. It was, was. A lot, it was a lot easier to stab the mulch, just like hey, with a pitchfork than a shovel. I learned that. I'm Thanks a city boy. Out here. I'm a city boy out here in the in the in the, in the farmland trying to learn these tricks. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You're a city slicker. You out here with Billy Crystal. You out here. <laughs> yes, I'm extra in that movie right now. I'm living that life. But yeah, guys, I'm gonna go clean my feet up and go to the airport. All right, we'll do see. that. What Oh please! Oh don't don't sing! Please go ahead and edit that part. Out. <laughs> uh, thank thank <laughs> you for, for for listening to another episode. Thanks for listening to Lawanda Vishon podcast episode sixty. That was a good time, everybody. Hey, thanks for listening. <laughs>